Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, 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 my friends. How are you doing today? I'm hoping that you are magically well. I am not quite as magical today. (laughs) I'm going to tell you all about that in a minute. You might be able to tell from my nasally voice. So before we dive into this episode, we're talking today about when something is a big deal. And I'm going to share with you a little bit more about what's happened for me this past week. But before I do that, I want to shout out two of my incredible clients. So one of them today is her 30th birthday. Welcome to the best years of your life so far. I hear it just gets better and better. And I'm in the 30s and it's by far the best years so far. And I've heard the same about 40s. So I'm excited. So I want to give her a shout out because not only is it her 30th birthday today, but she's also celebrating this new chapter of her life by ticking a huge item of her bucket list. She is currently hiking the Tongariro Crossing. So for those of you who don't know, it is one of New Zealand's great walks. We have some incredible, magical, beautiful hikes here in New Zealand. And this one in particular is a full day. I think it can take anywhere between kind of six to nine hours, roughly. And it is, I think, 19.4 approximately 20 kilometers long. So it is a big ass walk, my friends. And she's doing this solo. This is a solo hike for her 30th birthday. How fucking empowering is that? So shout out to her. I'm so proud of her. And also another one of my clients who I am going to name this time because you have heard her here on the podcast before. Her name is Val. And we have an episode that we did a while back with Val where we talked about, you know, what coaching was like for her and what she was able to achieve. And we continue to work together today. And she is in the process of launching her own coaching business. And she also, whilst we were working together the first time around, launched a tours business where she takes tours of her national park where she works in America. Now I think I'm I hope I'm pronouncing this right Shenandoah National Park I believe. So I want to shout her out because today on during our coaching session she said this and I want her to hear these words back and I want you all to hear them as well. I am strong. I know I can do this. If adjusting the time frame is needed, I've got it. Let's go. Like, let's fucking go. (laughs) How powerful is that? So we were talking about some of her goals and some of the things we're working towards, right? But just to to remind yourself to believe that you are strong, you can do this. If you need to adjust the time frame on a goal, no fucking problem. Adjust it. Keep going. You got this. Right. So I love those words and I really wanted to share them with you all. All right, my friends, let's talk about what's been happening this past week. So (laughs) the irony is not lost on me because when I recorded the episode before this, 
last week's episode, when I recorded it and we were talking about priorities, I talked about wanting to make some changes where my health is concerned, especially because COVID is currently doing the rounds here in New Zealand. Omnicrom is rapidly racing through our communities like wildfire. So that is something I said in the last episode. And guess what happened, my friends? (laughs) It found me. (laughs) So, excuse me, as I record this, I do have Omnicrom. I am coming out the other side of having COVID. And thankfully, it hasn't, you know, been a really bad case. The main symptoms, so initially I had kind of cold and flu symptoms. There was like the sore throat, the runny nose, the congestion, like I've had daily headaches and that kind of like sinusy kind of pressure going on. But the biggest symptoms of all, which I didn't really know about until I started having a conversation with other people who have it or have had it, is the brain fog and the like complete, like just lethargicness is that the word I want like absolutely wiped out come the afternoons so come kind of mid-afternoon I'm down I'm down for a nap I'm out and I can be out for hours (laughs) doesn't mean my mornings aren't good like it's just getting better and better but yeah it's been an interesting time experiencing this especially with the brain fog because for me as a coach I need my brain to be operating to be able to help my people (laughs) I need my brain to be able to record this podcast, all the things. I really do rely very heavily on my brain being able to think and focus and concentrate. So it has been an interesting week, my friends. I basically got it. I started feeling it as soon as I finished that last podcast. I started to feel a sore throat. And that was a week ago today. So yes, the irony is not lost. Anyway, (laughs) At times this past week, having COVID, it has felt like a big deal. Today, I worked my first half a day all week. I took the whole week. I took Monday through Friday off. And today is Friday. So admittedly, I had Saturday, Sunday, Monday through Thursday off. And this is the first week that I had, the first day rather, that I have worked half a day, right? And today, working half a day, recording this podcast, coaching my client Val just before this, has felt like a big deal to me, especially given the very little amount of work that I have done throughout this week, okay? So I've been thinking about big deal, and I've actually had to coach myself around that a little bit today as I came back into work, right? We use the term big deal for things that are both good and bad, positive or negative in our lives, okay? So when I did my first triathlon, it was a big deal. When I started dating after being single for 10 plus years, that was a big deal, right? When we adopted our fur babies, my beautiful cats, Rocky and Sugar, from the rescue center, that was a big deal. So what makes something a big deal? Our thoughts about it. And more specifically, the amount of brain space we let it take up. How much time we spend thinking about it. It's like the amount of weight that we give to it. We give a lot of weight to it, right? So I have clients right now starting their own businesses 
clients becoming life coaches themselves, right? Clients who are dating after being single for a long period of time. All of these things are things that we often refer to as a big deal because we spend so much time thinking about them. We think about how we're going to do it. We think about what could go wrong. We think about how hard it might be, right? All of the pain and the discomfort that we might endure along the way. So why is it a big deal? Because it's outside of our current comfort zone. So me having COVID, for example, that's not comfortable. (laughs) It's not something that I would choose to experience to have, right? And being sick can be a big deal, right? Because it's uncomfortable, because we wouldn't choose it. Doing my first triathlon, that was outside of my comfort zone. Starting your own business outside of your comfort zone, right? COVID, the war in the Ukraine, the uncertainty of these things and the amount of time that we spend consuming information on them, right? It can take up a lot of space in our brain and we can make it a big deal. Changing careers, trying something new, making a change to your life. Right? All of these things are outside of your comfort zone and we can make them a very big deal. The other one I wanted to add to this is when one of, you know, somebody you love and care about, somebody close to you, for example, a parent, right, passes away. It is a big deal because we're experiencing such a high level of grief and sadness and loss. And that is not something we are used to or would choose to. Right, experiencing that level of grief, of loss, that is outside of your comfort zone. That is not something you choose to put in your comfort zone. Right? Also, what is a big deal to one person isn't a big deal to someone else. So, what is a big deal for me right now is not a big deal for you at all. Something that is a big deal. For you, it's probably not a big deal for me, (laughs) right? Something being a big deal is just a thought. It's a thought you're having. It's a way you are choosing to think about something. It is not a fact, my friend. Now, I offer you this because of what I have experienced this past week. And that choosing to believe something is a big deal Sometimes it isn't serving us. And I want to offer that quite often it is not serving us. Okay. So when I thought that working half a day today was a huge big deal, (laughs) especially after having this past week off, right? I made it super painful for me. I made it really hard and dramatic in my brain. And I made it so much harder and more painful than it needed to be simply because I was believing it was such a big deal, right? Even if you think a thought is true, if it isn't serving you, you don't have to believe it. Now, if you are thinking something is a big deal, then I want you to explore what are you making that mean? All right, it's a big deal. So what? What are you making that mean? 
Going back to work today was a big deal because I was making it mean it's going to be really hard. My head's going to hurt. It hurts every afternoon. I struggle to focus and to concentrate. I'm going to be really slow. I'm probably not going to get everything done. I might not be very good at my job. I might not be as good of a coach as I usually am because of what I'm ex- the, the symptoms I have. Right? I had this entire story tied to what a big deal meant. Notice that. Right, we tie a really big story to it. Okay, the same is true for my clients when they start bringing their dreams to life, when they start trying to write their book that they've always wanted to write, when they finally decide to start the business that they've always dreamed about starting. Right, they believe it's a big deal, and then they make that mean that it's going to be hard. They make that mean it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be a long road. It's going to require a lot of late nights and a lot of sacrifices. That is the story they tell themselves. But what if that's not true? What if it's just that? A story, right? A story that you're telling yourself that you haven't paused to question. And maybe it's even a story that slows you down or holds you back or stops you from starting because you think it's going to be such a big deal, right? So when you think of something as a big deal, ask yourself, why am I choosing to make this a big deal? The key here, my friend, is choosing. We choose to make it a big deal or not right? It's the same size regardless. (laughs) I promise you, right? We just allow it to take up more time and more energy in our brain than when we think it's a big deal, right? What else could you allow to take up energy and time and space in your brain that might serve you more? There will always be some things that we do want to make a big deal of, right? Maybe that's publishing your first book, Graduating college, getting your first sale in your own business, making your first 100K, surviving your first date after 10 years single. You get to decide what you make a big deal of. But what I'm saying, my friends, is be intentional about it. Be deliberate. Is saying this is a big deal, is that serving you or not? Right? What is the story that you are attaching to it? Look at that. When I went on my first date in over 10 years, I made it a big fucking deal. Right? I made it a big deal to celebrate myself for doing it. I celebrated myself for getting outside of my comfort zone, for doing it even when I was terrified. Even when I wanted to avoid it, I would love to have kept putting it off, right? I made a big deal of my achievement. I made a big deal of having my own back in the face of so much discomfort. Now, the last thing that I want to say to this is just because you are choosing to make it a big deal doesn't mean that other people in your life have to as well. So sometimes we expect other people to make a big deal of our big deals, (laughs) right? We expect them to get on board with us. 
right? Now, sometimes they do, which is great. But other times they don't. And that doesn't have to be a problem. I remember when I spoke in front of a sold out crowd of 120 people. This is a couple of years ago now. And I was terrified. I had not long joined Toastmasters. I was relatively new to public speaking. It was still a fear that I had that I was actively working through. And I remember thinking that this was such a big deal. And I did it and it was so uncomfortable. And afterwards, after the event, I went to my dad's house and I told him. I had told him I was doing it, but I told him like I did it and I didn't die and this is how it went. And he just kind of went, yeah, well done and changed the subject. (laughs) I was like, what? Are you serious? I also remember texting my, my mom and although she was a little more excited, it was a pretty similar response right? It was nothing that matched the excitement of how big of a deal it was for me. Nothing that matched the level I had created it. It didn't match what I felt like it was, right? I thought that they should be overjoyed, that they should be like, I literally thought they should be jumping up and down, overjoyed, telling me how proud of me they were, telling me how wonderful I was for what I just did, (laughs) and that it was a big deal for them, Right? That was literally what I thought they should be doing. <laughs> Thinking about it now, it sounds kind of funny, right? But I wanted them to act a certain way so that I could feel good. I could feel even better, right? Now, we have talked briefly about this before, and we'll just quickly recap it, right? But when we want people to behave a certain way so we can feel better, it's because we have a manual for them. We've got a book of rules, for how we want them to behave so we can feel good. But the trouble is, we don't have, that they don't have this book rather, right? That's the trouble, they don't have this book. They've never read it. And if you did make a copy, let's be honest, they probably would not want to read it. (laughs) Because it's not their job to make you happy, it's yours, right? It wasn't my parents' job to make me happy, to tell me they were proud of me, right? That was my job. Right? I got to make me happy and feel proud. Other people are never responsible for how we feel. Now, we can ask them to support us and jump on board with us. And oftentimes they will because they love us and they care about us. But they also don't have to. And we get to decide what we make it mean if and when they don't. So when other people in your life don't make a big deal of the things that are such a big deal for you, What are you making that mean about them, about you, about your relationship, right? It doesn't mean that they don't love or care about you or that they aren't proud of you, right? It doesn't mean that they can't see how far you've come, right? But be careful because your brain might want you to believe all of those things, right? It might just mean that they are up in their own heads worrying about their own big deals. Okay. All right, my friends, this was super fun to record for you all. I am going to go now. I've finished my work and I'm going to go chill out for the rest of the day and focus on getting it better. Huge love to you all out there. Take care. And I can't wait to chat with you all again next week. 
Hey, I want to personally invite you to sign up for a free consultation call where we take everything you have learned here on the podcast and we apply it to your life. This is the work that will change everything. Sign up at xenajones.com slash consult and I'll see you there.